I wanna be the best in the game, invest in my name, check no restraints, I'm obsessed with the pain, I ingest, I retain, assess and I change, possessed by the thought I'll be free one day from society's restraints, money, clout and fame, mud disease, a plague, we all love to hate, have to play the game, have to make a name, all our insecurities are on This display. is war with the enemy, think that it was meant to be, living in a time where disease is on every screen. What's up Tactical Awareness listeners, uh, we made it, I, I am more shocked than you are that we actually managed to consistently put these out every week and yet somehow we have completed another faction um this is the biggest one we've done so far three sectorials and now the prime parent faction hawk islam uh wrapped and on the books uh we've finished this breakdown and faction guide um tonight with vanilla hawk islam uh let's catch up with owen and dan and yeah, and wrap this up with the remaining units and what we think about Prime Hack. <laughs> All right, welcome back. And we are live with the wrap for Hack Islam. Uh, this is the fourth episode on Hack Islam. Um, we've gotten through all the sectorials now. Owen successfully took Hassassin's Baram to a satellite tournament, Golden Conway, came second which is a cool accomplishment, uh, but we're back after that now with the boys to talk about our our first, <laughs> I'll be honest, I would say this is actually our first real talking about a prime faction, because when we did 012, not to knock 012, there was so much different from Starmada in 012, it felt like talking about a whole new faction. But this time around, when we wrap this faction, it's really just a bunch of mercenaries and like two to three units that we haven't already discussed and what it means to put them all together. So it's going to be kind of a different like episode from the O12 one cuz we're not covering as much new ground uh, in so much as we're like talking about like how the pieces fit when you have access to all of them. Just going to be kind of cool. Um so but before we do that let's before we dive in too far let's talk about how everybody's doing and what everybody's been up to over the last week. I I, I feel like you guys have hibernated a bit since colder than carbonite. But have you done any infinitying between uh, then and now? Uh, yeah, I got two games in on uh, Saturday, so that was fun. Who's uh, you anybody from anybody from the event? Anybody went to uh, the tournament with you? Uh, yeah, I played the uh, Amon, our local kind of hip hip hurrah. Let's all play one infinity together, guy. Um, and uh, he was playing Pano something. What was he playing? Neoterra. Neoterra. It's I fun to see Neoterra about every now and again. I played Neoterra heavy in, in three, actually, at the same time as I was playing Toha, but you don't see it much anymore because a lot of the models are out of production. So I got to experience the uh, Killigard and uh, uh, Surprise Swiss Guard Missile Launcher for the first time. So I was like, that's oh, fun. Hey. <laughs> that's like your first Noctifer. I've heard about these things, but now I get the. Ugh. There's a reason it's a meme. Like, there's a reason that everyone talks about the Swiss Guard missile launcher and the Noctifer missile launcher, because it catches your link team usually in the wind and then blasts a giant chunk out of your army in one turn. So I was actually proxying. Uh, one of our listeners uh, had some old Drew's models that he bought for like a separate sci-fi D&D campaign-ish thing like years back, and he just had them. He was like, I'm not using them. They're collecting dust if you want them. And I'm like, sure. We were talking about Drew's, so I, I got... I got a box of Drews for free, and uh, I practiced some other models. And so I actually was playing the Drews uh, um, uh, NA2 army, <laughs> just having fun, just like figuring out. I'm like, let's see if this grenade launcher can do anything 
with X Pfizer and a link core link team that's cheap because of uh, uh, diggers and uh, uh, other things. And uh, it did okay. I mean, hitting on nines, I rolled, I hit three out of 15 shots, just me hitting a nine. <laughs> it just kept rolling so high. <laughs> but it actually turned into a game because every time I did hit, he kept failing his uh, his dodge saves and people were blowing up. Nice. So uh, so that was fun. I almost got his lieutenant too. And it was like, oh yeah, they got plus one damage, so it's POW 14s. And so it's like damage 14 is no joke from from downtown hitting your support pieces hiding behind cover. Uh so anyways, it it's just it, it felt like a meme, but uh but then I also uh proxied some uh peacemakers. Are those the the pano tags with the the minus six men? Yeah, uh the uh, bulleteers. Bulleteers, that's right. Oh anyway, and there's also the peacemaker who has the the heavy flamethrower box. Yeah, the peacemaker is like the the not it's like the armored one. Yeah. So uh, I actually brought both of those because you can pick those in the Drew's faction and just was experimenting around with it. I'm like, oh, Evil Hacker makes them effectively BS-15. Oh, Spitfire. Hello. <laughs> and they bring a repeater with them too, which is rad. The fact that the bullet here has one of those. But this isn't a Pano episode. <laughs> but yeah, so no, it was really, really good. But, but anyways, I was just having fun with Drew's. Uh, and then I also played against Owen. <laughs> there was four of us and we rolled off to see a random opponent and uh, I played Owen. And uh, he was bringing his new fancy steel phalanx. Steel phalanx, yeah, yeah. From uh, from what he won at uh, Colton Carbonite, and then I got promptly uh, dismantled. Yeah, it was pretty rough. How so? <laughs> uh, one of my guys went unconscious. I think. Did I make like I I killed I killed Hippolyta after she killed like everything. Hippolyta never died. No, she did at the end. No, she was engaged with your guy on the rooftop. Yeah, and I shot him. And I missed, I hit once and I missed twice. I killed my own guy and killed Hippolyta. Oh, that's right. Yep, yeah. Yeah. There we <laughs> go. It, it didn't mean anything, but I was like, let just let me kill something. And then my uh, my one Myrmidon hacker got isolated. And other than that, it was <laughs> just awesome. like... Yeah. Uh, Atalanta teamed up with Ajax, teamed up with Hippolyta. Off they go. And everyone got two Myrmidon bodyguards and i just ran around the board picking fights and you got to go on an adventure yeah atalanta just like if it's any kind of open board whatsoever or there's any like fire lanes it's like duh. how do you deal with it like it's you have to roll lucky and if you don't roll lucky you explode <laughs> it's like, no, it's, i mean you can she can spot you too like instead like you can there's definitely ways of getting around it but she's a she does the one trick she does very very well she she drives coffin nails yeah i need like if i had i don't even know if i have a hacker device plus in uh in the Jews faction but uh like if you had one of those just dropping up a mirror ball yeah yeah i mean i we were talking afterwards and i had said he should just have his yuan yuan jump down behind her like she either turns which solves your problem or she doesn't in which case you yuan yuan her it's Definitely. true. I think yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to fit two one ones in that list, and then uh, yeah, with the evil hacker with a plus three to jumping in or like evening out the minus three. Then yeah, yeah. And if so he's like, alone on a rooftop, then yes, they jump in on fourteens with the evil hacker buff, and it's eight points. And they literally just need to land once, and then you've got her. And again, if she turns and stops looking, 
like if she has to do like one of those like turn 90 degrees to be able to see behind her for something landing there uh that's now 90 degrees that she's not looking up the board yeah so there's now like oh there's now a gap that i could probably slide something through but uh yeah i played that and um it's fun playing steel phalanx a little bit they're they're very straightforward i'm sure you can bring like I understand why it is that you always see everyone playing Steel Phalanx, just spamming all the characters. Um, but I think there's something to be said for just basic little 16-point Myrmidon guys running around. You, you had a lot of Mim6 and a lot of Eclipse grenades. Yeah. I, every, like, face-to-face, -face, I was like, oh, oh, this is just all awful. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Mim6. And then they still have, like, they still have pistols. Like if it really comes down to it and you want to face to face somebody, even with a Myrmidon, two taps on BS12 with a pistol at nines at, at up to 16, because obviously they're in some kind of link, because why not? You have access to infinite links. Um, most opponents are hitting you at minus six. Might yeah, as well. You're you're probably better dicing rifles if you're just two tapping them with your handgun. Um, Absolutely, yeah. never mind that you can put smoke down and stuff like that but if they have msv or something like that because now that msv1 can negate the smoke so uh yeah i had fun playing those yeah it was oh i threw it on the clip i'm like okay i got a good like i got the the bullets here with the spitfire and he's got the evil hacker bonus to, for marksmanship and i like go over and i'm shooting at uh hippolyta and it's just like eclipse grenade at my feet and then you know you roll well once and she I mean, disappears. <laughs> two, two dice on 17s. Oh, that's Oof. right. Because you're a Harris. Because you're you in a link. Because yeah. <laughs> Hippolyta in a link is way better than Hippolyta not in a link. Yeah, and I had like four dice on like, what, 12s? Uh, I think it was no. worse than that. <laughs> her glow up of having two wounds instead of having one wound, no wounding, wounding cap, but like giving her that extra survivability is a big deal. Like she's no, I... she can actually take a shot now. I actually had four dice on 15s. No, she has, you don't have MSV on a bullet here. You sure at don't. Best, uh, yeah. At oh, best, you had it on <laughs> she's 12s. Minus six. That's right. That's You'd have been plus or minus six. Yeah. I think it was 12s. Because no, I think you spot was, her at that point. I was target, you were targeted as well. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Marksmanship targeted could get you to a 15, actually, if you got there, yeah. But I still had cover. Well, yeah, sorry, you I, get cover on her until she kills see, something if she's by herself, but she's linked. She won't have to worry about the frenzy. Right, exactly. No, and she's going to touch us all the time. Not when she's linked. Well, not when yeah, she when loses she, it yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't have frenzy. She's just always impetuous. Oh, that's right. She's just yeah. always impetuous. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, who am I thinking of? It's uh, uh, maybe half of the other ones. Yeah, they all, they all <laughs> yeah. have frenzy. I mean, like that's Most the problem with cheap them. Achilles, right? Is he gets frenzy. That's why I'm excited about what I did this week, which is I painted discount Achilles, which is <laughs> the new Agamemnon, uh, which is a very cool size six tag, uh, and I'm excited to try out some vanilla Aleph. Having uh, having played some OSSS uh, against Jordan this week, I couldn't I couldn't get excited about them. <laughs> I, I got excited about them for a minute, <laughs> but like I just I can't think of too many lists I haven't tried with them yet, and I've only been playing them for like three months. Um, but I like all their pieces, and that means that and this is a great episode for us to start talking about that. I'm I'm excited about talking the prime version of them about playing vanilla Aleph. Uh, but. The Agamemnon, I mean, it doesn't have the mimetism, but it's got built-in ECM Hacker minus three, ECM Guided minus six, Natural Born Warrior, CC 20, 
with a Fizz 14 um, DA close combat weapon, AP Spitfire, plus one burst heavy flamethrower. That's only 62 points. Tack aware, right? Community shock. It does have one little downside is it's it's religious, which for a tag is kind of a liability because it has to pa- pass a whip 14 check to dive to cover. So if you are in like a bad fight state and you want to get out of there, it's not it's not going to retreat the way you might want it to sometimes. But arm six, BTS six, three structure, BS 14, whip 14, six four move. It's a it's a spicy meatball for 62 points. Sounds good. I'm excited about it. Uh, I mean, for the same points, you get Achilles, um, the mimetism version, and it's the, almost it's BS 15 on the, him. He's Achilles is more expensive one. by like by like 13 points by like an entire guy. The big Achilles, the 74 point one is the the mimetism. He, he's less armor. He's less tough. Oh, you're talking about the Corinthian one. Yeah, yeah, Corin- yeah, yeah. Corinthian is the one that's this is basically the same. He's got better BS and better CC, but he's frenzy, right? So as soon as he kills somebody, he's also for deployment. Um, and I don't think you can duo him anymore because <laughs> he lost his Patroclus. There's no more Patroclus to to hang out with him and and do things. Um, so he's got no 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 bonus there. I also painted three proxies. I painted the AP Spitfire proxy, uh, the Doctor slash Engineer proxy, and the Does Anything proxy, the one that's just like a combi rifle. But I'll probably use her as the 13 point Mark V. Uh, it's an FO. Uh, the FO proxy, which is a, a great profile. Like those two profiles, the FO and the Doctor Engineer are just a 26 point. You know, you die and you have a backup model, so you didn't actually lose anything. <laughs> unit. And then the AP Spitfire is pretty cool too. So I'm gonna start trying to proxies. Um Do you run Ag- Agamemnon duoed with Hippolyta? No, he can't he, he doesn't do it with anybody. <laughs> he definitely doesn't steal Valence. In Steel Flanks, he does, yes. Yeah, in Steel Flanks, he does, yeah. Um, and that's where I'm going to go to next because Steel Flanks is my... I, I do have an Achilles to paint up. Um, I have all the new stuff. I got a Eudorus to paint up and the new Mirmanon Spitfire. I got a few old Mirmanons laying around um, to paint up too. So I'll I'll play all the versions eventually because there's only three versions of Aleph to play, uh, which will give me some chance to try some stuff out for our next series after this one. But that's it for me this week. Oh, and I also built all the new cardstock train. I built the Hawk Station... I think I talked about this last uh, last episode in the bonus episode, though, and I also built the um, the two new Black Wind uh, bits, and I built the Tinker Turf uh, crates and um, little like shipping containers. I forgot how good that stuff is. It's so nice. The Tinker House Studios um, pre painted or pre printed like cardstock train is so nice. I gave you some actually. I think I gave you a set of containers, didn't I? When you yeah, they're they're great. They're, they're great. They're so good. They're so cheap, and I discovered that um, Amazon.ca carries them. So <laughs> free shipping is also nice for, for when you're buying cardstock or MDF. So let's dive in then and talk about some vanilla Hackathon. Let's round the corner and finish off another faction. Uh, we'll have two down and then how many left to go. Uh, before we do N2, 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 we'll have one, two, three, four, five, six left. <laughs> We've done the second one. Um, so why don't you take the take point there, Owen, and we'll go through quickly the, the profiles that are left that we haven't talked about. Yeah, most of the profiles are the uh the mercenary troops, and a lot of these have popped up already in 012. Um the standouts though, I mean I'm gonna do this the same route that I, I have for the previous ones. We'll do light infantry, we'll do it alphabetical. Um Ada Swanson, I don't think has shown up in any of the factions yet for hawk islam nope she's new 
I haven't used her yet. Um, she's great if you wanted a, a, like a cheap defensive model. The hardest thing, though, and it, it's going to come up kind of as a as a universal thing here as we go through the Hakkasan profiles. Everything the mercenaries do that you can add to this faction, somebody in Hakazam is doing it already, and they're either cheaper or better at it. Uh, I don't think anyone has viral minds. She does give you viral minds. That's the Muyibs have viral minds. Do they really? Oh, well, yep. They're, <laughs> they're slightly more expensive, but they get bioimmunity. They get Panzerfausts. Right. They get like she's, everybody. She's decent everybody. martial arts, courage, booty, four deployment plus four. Four deployment with viral minds is cool. Min minus three, Shazvasti, which means if she's dead, she's still holding a zone. Yeah, and then she's, stealth for twenty for twenty three points. That's pretty cool. She's got a bit going on. That's for yeah. sure. Um, but it's once again, this is the. This is what I meant. Where like, there's always somebody that they're competing against. Uh, I think you're, I think you're right. In especially in prime factions, more than anywhere else, because you have access to such a huge menu of options. There's going to be jockeying for who does this job best because there's probably going to be a couple pieces that do the same job. Yeah, and like usually, what you'll be fighting for is like sometimes you might go one way or the other to shave off a point or two. Um, but like for example. Um, like Ariadna, for example, has a lot of mercenaries that kind of do things that Ariadna doesn't do. Uh, Hakazam isn't like that. Like there's, the, everybody does something. Like everyone, all of the bases are covered from your MSV guy to your infiltrator to your your cheap um, like disposable unit. So like the, uh, the Beast Hunter, for example, great model. He's about four down here. Um, all kinds of abilities. Uh, Dan has been using them to to great effect with his like hidden deployment, forward deployment, heavy flamethrower, wide layer. He's he's twice the cost of two day or a day lami, and a day lami can just be like, yeah, I got a Panzerfaust from anywhere on the board coming at you. Come from downtown. Uh, you yeah. don't get unlimited Delamis in in this though, do you? And that's something you I definitely do. Uh... Actually, this is the only one that you get unlimited Delamis in, huh, and really? you could bring nothing but Delamis if okay. you really want. But, but I, I, it's worth noting before we go through all these things, your AVAs are going to change, so yeah. so there are going to be a lot of more restrictive um, availabilities on individual models. You can't just spam things in in uh, Prime or Vanilla. Amusingly, it's almost two across the board, except for the. Um, like the heaviest of hitters, things like yeah, the line, line that troops we either talked T a lot about. or four, I think. Like Nafatins are four, Kawaris are three. It almost depends on the the type, like the tag, the classification, like like line or specialist tra or, uh, trained or whatever. Wouldn't like, that one. consistent? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tags are all one, I think. But then like Regiques are three, Muyibs are two, Bakovads are three, Jambazans are two. It's weird. It goes it goes all over the place. But the, the standout, of course, is that the Asawira is only one. Um, Same with the... the all, I think all of the, like, elites, are they drop to almost one, unless they're, like, a unit. Yeah, the so Bokhtar, the, the AR, um, yeah. obviously the Fide, the Azrael, the Sunduck Buck goes to one, the Alpha Zid and Azrael sit at two. Um, but anyway, we're kind of... We're kind of skipping ahead, but I guess that's something to point out about the uh, the just this, generally speaking, yeah. This super faction when you when you're playing just the vanilla of your factions, um, you're gonna have less, but more, less of the same thing, more of everything. Yeah, wider, uh, not deeper. Yeah. Other than that, like scrolling down here, we've we've talked about all of these different 
characters, the the Ghazis, the Ghulams, uh, Delami Infantry, Fiddler, Havzas, Bereeds, uh, Yazbir. One nice thing, and I'm pretty sure this is correct. I've gone through most of the profiles. I don't believe that anyone here has more or less profiles than in their sectorial options. Um, an example being like the, the um, oh no, the Neoterra Bolts have very different profiles and the Orc Troopers, depending on which sub-faction you play, that isn't here. Everyone is just the same, whether you're in a different faction or not. Um, next kind of standout character, You've got Nauf, who is a an excellent sniper, uh, having MSV1 and a plus one burst multi-sniper. Because multi-snipers are one of those things that you don't get a lot of in Hakuslam. I think only mercenaries. Yeah. And he he basically goes the same way as he did in O12, where he's this this excellent like long-range hitting piece. He's competing against a Jambazan who can have an AP sniper for about the same price, but has MSV2 instead of MSV1. But obviously, AP sniper, or sorry, AP shock sniper. <laughs> so it is a little, little different, but it doesn't have three shots doing DA, which is definitely, definitely powerful on Nof. Um, but that's sort of what I mean too is like, here's this guy that you're going to compete against. Like, Nof is great. He's got BS13, plus one burst, shock triple tapping, multi-sniper. Um, then you scroll a little bit down. He's 32 points for 1.5 SWIC. The Jambazan, 31 points for half a SWIC, has MSV2, BS only 12, but then he's got an AP shock sniper rifle. Not as many shots, but now it can shoot through everything without any problems, and he regenerates if you need it. So, Yeah, and, and you're a smoke faction, well. which means you can... You can save that point if you want, and then SWC, because you're talking about the difference between a quarter of your SWC and a twelfth of your SWC. Yeah, that's a pretty big swing. And you are you are spoiled for smoke on on grenades, on people's hands, on infiltrators, on all kinds. Um, Crackout renegades. I used to love these guys, and I don't use them anymore, which is weird because they're I one of the only mercenaries still... you get two of too. You know, EVA two. I, yeah. I still love them. I think they're great. They get a real meta chemistry. Berserk. Well, the digger and them have started to compete for that same little spot. Has become my brain. Um, I diggers think are tougher. The diggers yeah. in the uh, but they're the same points. Yep, fourteen like points for the base profile for the yeah, the same. But the digger gets two wounds. Like uh, uh, meta chemistry rerolls cool. Veteran is also fun. And the fact that he's regular and Petrus is also great, but the other guy is too. And they both have plus one chain rifle burst. Why does the digger have two wounds? It's just built different. He's just better. He's, like, he's, he's wearing an exoskeleton. He's Matt Damon in Elysium. Oh, I understand thematically why he does. Mechanically, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why? Anyway, I, that's been my issue with the Krakot Renegades is every time I'm like, oh, I can bring a, I can bring a Krakot. I go, or I bring a digger for the exact same cost, and he's two wounds and does the same thing. Life hack: proxy your crackots as diggers. Jokes on you! I just made Dan print me some diggers. Uh, Fair, <laughs> but you get access the, to two, and they get they get a, a bunch of different profiles. Like you said, they get the fourteen point cheap one. They also get chest mines instead of chain rifles on the other ones. Um, but they can have a boarding shotgun, a red fury, or an SMG plus one burst option but you're climbing to like 24 points now. 
Um, yeah, they don't get any uh, fire team option either because they might have been needed as a duo to offset the the fact that they're impetuous. Um, but you do get two duos, which is worth noting, just like in um, the the vanilla 12 one we did. And you can duo Govad's Maggie with the good old Rafik, which is still worth talking about. Lasik's Asawira's, which is, again, important because you can still offset his frenzy. Uh, Alpha Zed, Mukhtar's, Namor's, the Shakush, the Rafik, the Shayateni remote, uh, the Bounty Hunters, Kaplan's, Druzes, Miranda Ashcroft, and the Motorized Bounty Hunters. So you can still have two duos in this, I think, which is important for later talking about the fact that we can control some things like Impetuous and uh, Frenzy. I want to know what the case is for linking the missile remote. I'm sure it exists. I just can't think of it. I, <laughs> the the Shyatan is the the like the guided missile bot. Yeah, I, I think it's, there's a case for it in non prime when you can get it up to burst two. Not in guided. <laughs> no, but like you could you could pop around the corner and shoot it. Or you, I like just stuck mine on a roof. I just stuck mine on a roof last game with a a, a group of four man group so that it had uh, six cents and pin down a, a hack Islam army with it. it was just like sure let's go let's let's fire missiles and then fell down and got you batted back to life that's fair <laughs> that's fair but not as a duo <laughs> no no uh, that's what i'm just saying i'm just saying fg options like that are for as a duo uh, yeah i probably wouldn't uh moving on you've got the libertos freedom fighters uh these guys, guys great yeah it's a better cool. beast hunter for eight points he's, he's fighting with delamis for his spot because you want to bring him as the mine layer, right? But he costs a swick. For his he's, a whole, he's a whole SWC. They they had to do that, though, to make him less amazing. Because he's, he's you're right, he's basically an eight-point Daylami, but with mine layer. Instead of a Panzerfaust. Yep. But and, he's got three mines. <laughs> yeah, he does have that. He does have that. It And this is where my brain always goes, like, it's funny that my my collection of mercenaries is actually pretty small against the amount of like models that I have because I play mainly Hakuslam, and I just never I don't bother with the mercenaries. <laughs> like this is my my playstyle. I'm sure there's lots of people who use a lot of them, but anyway, uh, yeah, Miranda Ashcroft I, is in this faction. <laughs> she's in a lot of factions. Equally yep. useless. Yep, <laughs> she's a really good dismount for your motorized bounty hunter. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I use mine for. <laughs> I wonder what you need to give to Miranda to make her. But like, that's the thing. Even even CC the over bounty hunter, she just needs you know, CC over twenty. That's what she needs. Oh yeah, what the heck? Yes, <laughs> give her CC twenty one. That would be great. Just give her twenty four for the kicks. I, I you know what? That. I would actually I'd actually be okay with twenty three because then when she fights the martial arts people, she still has an always success rate. That would be that'd probably be what I would say. I don't know if that would make me bring her though. No, Maybe she's got mimetism six, and she's a special. She's also CC attack minus six because she has that old uh, what was it called? I call used to be called. Yep. Well, I mean, and this is where once again it becomes funny is that Odalisks have that, but it's CC minus nine, and they're only one CC less than she is. She has to for buy the same it off points. them. <laughs> she has to. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't just they give, give it to her. They give her the. Uh, <laughs> The kind of the kind of drugs Dalai to get Rama people in. Of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's funny. It, she exists. Moving on, Monstruckers, and like once again, Monstrucker, solid unit. He's got all kinds of stuff. EM grenades, I think, is hilarious. The twelve point one with uh, with an SMG and drop bears is great. 
if you really need an engineer though i would rather pay four points for a regular order because more often than not my grenades my engineer doesn't need to do anything well he's gonna throw drop bears that's what he's gonna use that for every turn it's like a reminder to throw drop bears i think the problem is that you're a faction that starts at whip 14 so unless you need a discount and a german engineer he doesn't look as in other factions who are whipped with 13 or 12 like average whip he's a lot more tempting i think for sure, that makes sense. Um, yeah. I do think also a lot of these guys lost their spot when the limit to 15 order generating models came. Uh, sure. It, it's also worth noting that these profiles are available to, I think, to all. Like these mercenary profiles are available to every single prime faction. Like they're all available. To, like Motorized Money Hunters, Fiddler. These are the ones that are available to everybody. Because if you notice, a lot of these are the ITS model, right? So like Fiddler, Krakot, um who else ashcraft monster <laughs> yeah like ashcraft these are all these are all ITS yeah. minis that went to all the factions Ada she was one uh who else yeah these are all like different ITS minis were you gonna say Dan uh oh yeah I just want to re-emphasize like when I was looking at all the mercenaries I was like oh yeah this is a great mercenary great mercenary and then I'm like wait but Hackleslam just has better options for like why would I be taking this and I think like, that that's worth like that's worth shouting again is you yeah. <laughs> they they are the they are the like cheap but effective faction and mercenaries tend to be cheap but effective options at doing one thing that your faction may not do very well when you're playing other factions. The problem is that there's really nothing that Hak Islam can't do cheaply and effectively for their cost. Right. Like over the weekend at the tournament, I was like, oh yeah, I got a I got a beast hunter, which is an irregular order, but he's so good that it's fine and then i got two motorized bounty hunters which are also irregular orders but they get their points like they they trade up super super well and so it's fine but then i look look at hack a slam and i'm like why would i ever take those those models when yeah, i have cheaper options that'll do the same thing and then i can bring fancier stuff like it's just like it's 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 weird actually I'm even like, the oh, motorized yeah. bounty hunters when yeah. when we get down to zamira and zulieka um, they, like they they even have to fight for their spot because the motorized bounty hunters aren't as good as what they can do. Like it's crazy. Um, because Modi has motorized bounty hunters are the next one on the list, and yeah, Dan, you had great success. You were bringing the nine point ones, right? Oh yeah, that's that's the one. If you're that's gonna bring, one. that's the one for sure because it's got the <laughs> double chain cold. Yeah, but not it's not even the double chain cold. It's got the it's the chain cold and the submachine gun. So when yeah. you come around the corner, you can crack armor too, yeah. It, no, no. If they dodge, you can submachine gun. If they fire at you, you can chain cold and trade. For sure. Yeah. And so just having that option where there's no good option where you just come around and go, hello. And it's just like, meh, I'm going to murder but, you. <laughs> my game on, on the weekend or on Friday against uh, Jordan, I found a sniper rifle. <laughs> He's like, what? And now there was like literally no range yet. <laughs> he could get away from it. And it was just firing sniper rounds like duoed in cover with its mimetism just being like i do everything i've i've done that before it's quite fun i think i killed a taiga with a with a sniper at the from a motorized bounty hunter it's like you're playing like it's like you're all of a sudden playing like overwatch and you just find the right gun like it's so funny my, my absolute favorite is getting like plus three or plus four arm or whatever if you get that because then you're like i'm gonna trade also i'm arm five. Oh, i tanked it i'm gonna trade again <laughs> And now that you can give up impetuous to have cover, it could be even oh, higher. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Here's my but, armor eight motorized bounty hunter. But all that being said, I don't think they have a place in Hackers Lab. 
I think they have a place in every army. I think that it's it's hard to make an army. It's very easy to write a list without them, I, I think, is the difference. Whereas sure, you're sure. you're getting way more value out of them in O12 than Hakislam would for the same points. Well, yeah. for a few points less, you can bring a Coom Rider who has smoke grenades and plays a different role, but like smoke grenades, we have lots of MSV and he's cheaper than the, the motorized bounty hunter. Is why. All right, so who else is there? There's a couple more actually yeah. Hawk Islam and, and not just uh all of the groups. mercenaries. Yeah. Um yeah, because we've got Octavia, Mercenary, Rem Racers. Mm-hmm. Octavia Grimsadir is a fantastic proxy for a beast hunter. <laughs> Because she's got a missile launcher that looks like a, a Panzerfaust. Uh, Rem Racers, I think, still have a bit of a spot. Not that Hakusan plays a super heavy remote game, but hey, if you like your remotes, go for it. Um, who are the other ones other than the the, yeah, the Nohabera mobile team, which is not yeah. available anywhere else? I don't think. I thought they were in. Uh... Did we talk about them yet? I don't think we did. I think these guys are in... bananas. <laughs> Because they're the they drop have... troops that have their robots, right? Yes, yeah, they but they also have a absolute like. Maybe are they in Rama? Did we talk about them first? That's why I'm not remembering. But they have like an absolute like long yeah, list of special skills. They're in Rama because okay. this is where because they competed against the other like wall of I can do all of the things, guys. That's right. Because there's three profiles and half. You can take them as parachutists or infiltrators, and they have like a a wall of of weapons for 33 points. Yeah. And then the issue with them was that they were competing against the Namours, they were competing against the Kawar. Like, yeah. The Hobbs are here too. Everybody's here. Namours are here. Odalisks are here. Tarek is back. Uh, Wild Bill. Sure, why not? Um, Armand is here, who competes with Nauf, who also competes with a Jan Bazan. Also an ITS model. Oh, you know who we haven't talked about? Saladin, because he's only in vanilla. Yes. Oh, really? Saladin is only in the vanilla. I didn't even realize that. Um, and he is definitely one. He went from hero to zero this edition. It's so sad. He was it like really in sad. every single like hack list I played against, probably in N3. I think it's like the double whammy of Strategos becoming more common and less useful. Like the fact that you used to not be allowed to have a reserve mini if they had Strategos too, and then I could have two. And also the fact that most factions didn't have four guys with NCO and two different Strategos options. Um, but now it's just everywhere. So he's, I still like bringing Saladin. Um, he's got some amusing little tricks by what, I mean, he's Strategos too. He has plus one command token. He's a repeater for some reason. Um, and he's weirdly tough. Like he's, he's no wounding cap with three armor, three BTS. Um, Chocolate but if you play- too. If you play a bit of a hacking game, you can really mess someone up if they come to go after your lieutenant. And you do have access to chain of command here too, so it's it's not nothing. Like you can you can have a bit of a a uh, a reserve to back you up. Not that chain of command is cheap. You're still looking at almost thirty points for any of the chain of command guys. But yeah, Saladin, it ain't what he used to be. Um, I guess other than him. For Hak Islam, we scroll all the way down. Hakims, to the... we didn't get the Hakims, did we? Did we talk about Hakims? The drop special medical assistance were they in Rama as well? They're in Rama as well. Okay, yeah. Just, oh, just that's right. We talked about dropping Nazmat A2s to detonate minefields. Right, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what we talked about. These things and like, and they and like, there's some things that I've like we don't see used enough that I kind of glaze over when I see them. I forget if we've talked about them or not. 
Yeah, I just, they... I just wanted to say I'm annoyed that Saladin is in uh, Hack of Slam is better than the Saladin. You know, twelve. Uh, yeah, it makes no sense. Why is he better? What's the difference? So he, he's he's two points more, but gets Tuchigos level two instead of Tuchigos level one. Well, he's home, man. This is this is home. No, he's the liaison <laughs> officer. Yeah, yeah no, he's, going, liaison no, he's liaisoning from Hakaslam two o twelve. They loan him from Hakaslam to o twelve. That's fair why Sertigos goes down because they don't listen to him as much. It's like in Red Heat when Schwarzenegger comes over from the Soviet Union and he has to teach John Belushi how to or Jim Belushi how to be a cop. Yeah, that's probably true. Forgot that movie existed. <laughs> that's why people. That's why people su- subscribe to Tactical Awareness. It's for the deep cut '80s movies. When I when I quote Red Heat. Oh goodness! Uh, all the way to the bottom, Hansa cuts, which are one of the like last groups here. They are so good for what you pay because they they go to irregular, and basically them and the Farzan are the same thing. But because they're irregular, they're like 10 points cheaper. Yeah, uh, the, the base profile, like FO one is 18 points with yeah. either a rifle, a shotgun, shock mines, and a deployable repeater, or just a boarding shotgun and D charges. I don't know why you would ever not just take the one with the rifle, a shotgun, shock mines, and repeater. Uh, if you weren't going for the hacking game, the D charges open up. It means that this person can do almost every classified. That's true. Yeah, no, you're, you're not wrong. I, it's weird they can... don't have flash pulses on their FOs. Yeah, a lot of these guys lost their flash pulses. <laughs> I don't know what is up with that. Because like it was something I noticed when I came back. Like like one guy who's stand out and is gone from here is uh Kaysom Beg. He's no longer a like a, a character in Hawk Islam. And it I I don't know what happened there, why that happened, but um I like the grenade launcher. I think he's he's great because he's got mines, rifle, deployable repeater. So you can just kind of like, I can do anything. Like, yeah, you're not a specialist, but oh, do I need to slow my opponent down? I put a mine down. I put a repeater down. I put a mine down. I've got nothing to do. Well, I lob a grenade into the window. Like, you can yeah, do that for, kind of stuff. That Hunziko with a grenade launcher for 19 points with infiltrate is, uh, it could be a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> like for some people, because if you just start in the middle line, you're touching their deployment zone. Right? I'm like, sure, you're only hitting on fives, but. Wow, you're plus three. Of the time. You're not hitting on fives because you're plus three up to sixteen. So there if you're on the no twenty-four inch line for grenade launchers, yeah, basic grenade launchers plus three up to sixteen, isn't it? You're wrong. They, Am they, I? they changed it. Oh, Welcome okay. to N four. Damn it! The future is now, old man. Damn it! Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right. Yeah, no, they're they're not what they used to be, but still, it has a mine, it has a repeater, and it has the ability to, if nothing else. Take a unopposed attack at your opponent 25% successfully. And you're irregular anyway, so go get them. Um, and then yeah, the bottom are the warband troops that are unique to the to the host, the home faction, which is the Kum uh motorized troops. Uh they used to, there's the twins, uh the Nazarova twins, uh Zoyeka and Zamira. And then the line troopers that are the Kum motorized troops, they're AVA total. Um, you used to be able to bring Case and Beg to make all Kum regular. Uh, can't do that anymore, but they are still like, like dirt cheap, absolute expendable. Like the the hardest, the harder 
part of them now has become the limit of 15 models has made it harder to justify using the Coom Riders because the Gazis can do a similar job. But now that the Gazis have also been nerfed, it's like, oh, maybe the motorcycle with the grenade launchers and all that. And the fact that you can give up Impetuous to get cover now, which means that these little idiots are armor four with, uh, with Mimetism three, Fizz 13, and a PS 11 with pick your poison of grenades and uh, and melee weapons or range weapons, rather. I think they're great. The six point guy, just right yeah, there, six legit. points. He's legit give up, cheap. Give up his mimetism and you're like, yeah, I'm six points. I move eight, six. I throw smoke grenades to cover for other people. Um, the the twins, I think, uh, I think the one just got like taken out back compared to the other. Yeah, uh, Zamira is like infinitely worse than Zoeka. And I don't know why. It's one point different instead. So you, the, the big thing that stands out for me is the fact that you can give up your um, Impetuous to get cover now. And that means that Zoeka can have a burst four breaker pistol at short range uh, with armor four cover back at you and Mimpetism. It's pretty legit. And dogged. Yeah. So, like, uh, you want to talk about a rampage? Uh, also has CC attack plus one burst with an explosive close combat weapon. Yeah, I don't know how I forgot about that part. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. The other one, yeah, it's the other one gets plus one damage to their EMCC weapon, but it's like, oh, for one point, I can get plus one burst on my explosive close combat weapon. I'll take that. Like, anytime you get plus burst on close combat, you're like, what? And unlike Miranda, she's CC 22. So can't fail. <laughs> uh, unless they have martial arts or something else like that. And because you're 8-6, you could drive 8 inches and then slap a guy with a double-tap explosive post-combat weapon. It's not nothing. Or you could smoke grenade in front of yourself, drive into the smoke grenades, and then drive through that. Because you have both a grenade launcher and the physical grenades. And because they're Fizz 13, you're throwing grenades on 16s. It... 12 points, right? Like all yeah, of the mercenaries, the any yeah. any combat mercenary that you saw or that we listed here, good luck competing against this. Like just this one Kum Enforcer because she's so good. Um, Yeah, I think that's it for profiles. Now it's just a matter of how do you mix them together? So, so I was looking at it, trying to be like, okay, like what can I combine? And I just like, I gave up like five times. I was like, I, I don't know, this is too much. I gotta like walk away, come back. And, oh, this is too much. Like I just, especially Hakislav is like one of those like huge factions. Whereas like I, I have no idea where I'd start. I mean, I guess I'd start in one of the sectorials, and like build up the sectorial and kind of like move into the the main. But it's just kind of like, I think this is why sectorials are really good for for starting players because like mm-hmm. because it's it's insane the options that you get, and like how do you even like thank goodness proxies are somewhat allowed to like experiment with things because like i'm definitely a person who loves putting things on the board and rolling dice with them and figuring out it that way i'm not so good at like math hammering you know conceptualizing in my, in my base yeah, I, yeah. I, i'm not good at just like yeah this is the list that's gonna be good and then you build that list and you play with it like no i gotta i gotta collect everything play with everything and they're like okay now now i'll, I'll break it down so it was like when i was looking at hakasan i was like i, I don't know where to start just so much yeah it's a lot <laughs> having um, having access to i think it's something like 86 profiles 
never mind the different types of profiles underneath those, it is a lot. What are you going to say, Ash? I was just going to say that I think that one of the places I always go to is what are like the mechanically powerful things and then what are my available options to leverage that right so like i actually even though it's not a sectorial i look at the fire teams list first and i go and i think well cool there's cool stuff in here is really that gets better you know what i mean like that asawira by being in a duo is really gets better like the magariba guard by being in a duo and that's where i started my list writing for this and then it was me going, what are my favorite things that we talked about in the first three sectorials? Because I think Dan's right. I think it's easier to like look at things as like the sum of the whole. And the nice thing is the way we broke this down, we got to look at what the individual strengths kind of like showcased are. And then could we pick from those three things? So when I started writing a vanilla hack list, it was like, if I could take the armored kick assery of rama task force and combine it with the like scalpel scum duggery of the assassins <laughs> and then take some of that weird super science program stuff and put it in and i've got 15 slots to do it if i can get five you know what i mean or like four of each of those things and then some support staff that's how i'm going to write this list because i want to i want to leverage the fact that i can use all of these things in conjunction and so I went to the fire teams chart and I started looking at like, is there anything from those other sectorials? Any of those combos you talked about that I can now piece together and give them other strengths. So for me, it was like, I looked at the Magriba guard and went, well, I can still stick a Rafik with this guy. So job one done Rafik FTO, Magriba guard, mind dispenser. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, I'm starting basically at 105 points of my army done, but I have a legit armored like interdiction force that can drop mines all over the place that can reload itself that is hard to argue with you can't really do much to to say that that's not going to ruin somebody's day and then and then i go well if i do that wrong that's cool you know what's even cooler is if while i do that i stick a fide next to somebody and go hey buddy are you the lieutenant i hear i hear you like being dead um and what other things that I like in that list? Like I love the Barids. So I was like, well, if if a Fide is great, a Fide and two Barids is even better. Um, and then I went to the Super Soldier program and went, well, what did I like in there? I sure do like the Asawira. Oh, good thing. I can have two fire team duos. Oh, well, he can go and hang out with a doctor to go put himself back together. What doctors can I get in here? Well, there's a Lasik, uh, there's a Mukhtar. There's like a whole bunch of like different options I can do to to glow that guy back together if I need to. I can even stick him with a Kaplan or a Druze if I want to. I think it's hilarious and be like, hey, mercenary guy, go go back rub the crazy dude with the AP Spitfire because he's he's feeling like he wants to lose his cover save and I don't want him to lose his cover save. <laughs> so if I wanted the Druze shock team, could just go hang out with him and 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 stick there. So that's that's where I went. And that's what my sort of like first list stab looks like. I'm kind of futzing about the last little bits. Like I do want to use that Hunza kit because I think that Hunza kit's a very under underused, like slept on piece, um, especially the FO one and the grenade launcher one, like Owen was saying. But I've also got the Gulam NCO in there. <laughs> All right, got good that Gulam NCO with his, his grenade launcher and his smoke grenade launcher to put smoke grenades wherever I feel like it. So yeah, that's that's kind of how I, I approached breaking that down as I went. 
what are individual sort of like things that I liked in these other lists? And if I could put them, if I could do a greatest hits album, basically of stuff from Hakaslam, what would that look like? And that's what I got to. So uh, right now my group one, I'm kind of waffling over the last like 32 points, but my group one is a Maggie Rafik FTO double bird killer hacker. Although I could probably take the, the regular hacker too. Uh, and a Jaren engineer with two Nazmats. Cause I'm already sunk into keeping that guy alive. Yeah. Uh, Fide, um, a mutt with a boarding shotgun, Emirat smoke grenades. Cause I want that for, if I, if the Maggie Guard can't fight it, then I'm going to send the mutt. He's going to go smoke his way over there and then, you know, intuitive template EM, whatever thing he wants to fight. And then it's the um, Gulam Lieutenant plus one command token and NCO. And then probably the Asawira AP Spitfire with maybe a Drew's Doctor. I don't know why I would take the Drew's Doctor if I could have another one, but he's cheap. Oh, there isn't a Drew's Doctor. Is it the Kaplan that had the Doctor? Which one that I was looking at there had a, had a doctor. Yeah, it was the cap one that had the doctor. Because he's relatively inexpensive compared to like the heavier hitters in the list. And you could do him with the Asawira. And he's got like a nice mimetism. He can put his arms and legs back on if he needs to. He's shock immune and mid minus three if he needs to get into a fight. And he can still do that too. Um, because otherwise you're looking at buying, I think it's the Mukhtar. And the Mukhtar is a bit expensive. Where's the Mukhtar at? Is he light or is he medium? They're light for some reason. Mr. Mukhtar. Mine don't alpha, they don't alphabetize him. He's the light infantry, 31 points. There he is. Yeah, he's 31 points. I mean, he's better. Yeah, he's you're paying four more points, but you're getting Dr. Plus three. So maybe take the Mukhtar. Yeah. No wounding cap is also great and mimetism. Like you can can be like, if things go bad, I'll take over. Yeah, he could go point man if he well if or even if it's just if things get close, right? Because that AP yeah. Spitfire zero at, at eight, so he gives you like a backup gunfighter in there. He's too. thirteen. This is again not nothing. So yep. I'm looking at what do I got here? I've got I've got way too many in group one. All of a sudden, <laughs> I've got ten and one. Uh, yes, yeah, so there we go. I think we're legal now. I got ten more points to spend, so I could throw in something fun and crazy like coom bikers. The mutt's all by himself right now in a in a in a in a thing, but I could put the coom in with him. You could bring the beast hunter FTO mine layer. You could bring a daily. I get two coombs, right? Because coom are what five points? Six points. You could bring two more Gazis for five each. Yeah, but then they're garbage Gazis. I guess I could take two. <laughs> bring Emirats. Yeah. Bring double Emirat Gazis. That ain't garbage. <laughs> but I, mean, I have no Dalamis yet either. That's the other thing is I have no Dalami infantry. I was thinking about taking the the because if I have a uh, yeah, that's what I could do. I could take. Oh, they only have light shotguns. There's six points of the Panzer Faust. Damn it! Everything sucks. <laughs> Bring two I get... Marat Gazis. Marat Gazis are great. I mean, they're such they're good great. defensive pieces. Like anytime yeah, somebody come, like if you want to defend your backline, this guy just hangs out. Like he doesn't really go anywhere with his adventurous. You turn his regular or irregular into a regular. And that's then the true. moment and you have a lot of shooting up, pieces here. There's like, no the problem yeah. is there's no so far in this list, there's no defense. There's no like I'm going second defensive pieces. And Dalamis provide that, right? Yep. So maybe I cut one of the what do I cut here? I could cut one of the I could cut that that Ghoulie NCO if I wanted to. He'll save me 15 points. I could cut one of the brids and he'll save me 15 points. And now I'm got a floating. While you noodle over the last of yours, I have my list made up. 
Go for uh, it. For me, when I'm playing vanilla, it it has to be for the things that vanilla gets that the others don't. Because my perspective is that if you're going to lean into like Magariba guards or you're going to lean into Fides or any of those, just play the sub factions because they already have everything, but they're just, they're that plus one, right? They have the extra AVA, they have the extra guy, they have the link team. But if you want to dig into like the funny stuff that that vanilla does, um, my perspective is to is to go vanilla. I posted my list in the patrons chat here. Um, Saladin, Lieutenant plus one command token. Uh, Zulieka, because I think she's amazing. Um, an Alhawa mine layer with a sniper rifle, because he's going to pretend to be in my deployment and use his mind to just screen a little bit in the middle of the board. Two diggers, just because I need orders, and some more like get in the way infantry. Uh, I chose the Azrael as my hitting piece because I think the flaming APHMG is amazing. Um, and I also brought a Jambazan as like the number two because him teamed up with the Fide, who is my next guy, or Zolieka means that I can toss smoke on him right off the get go or smoke on my opponent. And now I have an MSV2 HMG with regeneration. I brought a Sunduck butt. Uh, neurosynthetic viral rifle so that he can sit halfway up the board and just play if I'm going second that we were talking about the buried killer hacker because I think he's amazing and then my group two is two little Hunza cut forward observers who if anyone in the first group dies Saladin can move them up to group one for free uh, and outside of that they just use their regular orders to just fill the field with mines and deployable repeaters or do objectives and that is my my 304. Oh, it's the 4 SOEC. Mine's only 3.5, yeah. actually, uh, hilariously, because, again, we're, we're both leaning into so much of that, like, um, uh, defensive tech stuff and irregular stuff, like your Hunsakut. Because I think the Hunsakuts are amazing. Uh, one don't thing disagree. to note that I noticed is that the uh, the Rafik, you don't have to take the FTO version. To no, do it's well. any, yeah. You can take the cheap so you, one. So you can take so you can save six points, which in Hackerslam could that's be. a Coom Rider. <laughs> yeah, you get another motorcycle for six points. But no Red Fury right. then. Right. No you drop the Red Fury down. I mean, and let's be honest, gun. like a marksmanship Red Fury is no joke, right? You're gaining six inches of range and a shot and shock. Yeah. Or shotgun. Maggie doesn't like people getting close. Then it's flamethrower time. He does if you booty if you booty find grenades, <laughs> which Jordan did during our grade. I was throwing fizz twenty grenades out of the hatch of his <laughs> within eight inches of the hatch of his Maggie Garden. You know, Wait. Maggie can bring a grenade launcher too. By the way, it's not the same as throwing them. You want to throw them no, by hand because then you use that fizz seventeen. Maggie's got strong arms. Yep. <laughs> you just see just one of his legs just like come up underneath, grab a grenade, and just like. Bah! I just imagine it was like the turret hatch opening and like the pilot just like throwing at the potato masher like it was fury. It wasn't even a grenade. They just had the tread like rest above some gravel and then just spray it at you. Yeah, they just did donuts. <laughs> it was just an yeah. aggressive donut. <laughs> just burned out all over you. Yeah, yeah. But there's, I mean, it's funny. We came with such different lists. Um but both oh, of which I, and it's interesting because yours leaned into some very different things too that you didn't have access to, which I think is cool. I think it's cool that you took things the other factions couldn't, whereas I was like, what are these interesting sort of like mechanical advantages that the individuals had and how can I like Voltron them together? Because my perspective is that 
like basically everybody who is in task force you should just play task force if you want to lean in on any of those things because task force has all of the like you want to play magariba guards you bring maggies you get an msv link team you get this you get that and there's a lot of ways to protect it and link it and like team up or bring a second magariba guard um but like if you want the like the weirder stuff which they don't get things like the fides and things like the Jambazan, um, or just the the amount of like camo infiltrators, because they have a lot of like forward deploy, but they don't really have much for infiltration. You've got to go into the assassins, but then the assassins, they've got the Asawira for a great hitting piece, but that's that's kind of their guy. Then they lean on the Fides. And Kabukalki has the Azrael who who tries to hold that faction together. He's broad, he's broad shouldered, <laughs> but he's not he's not a yeah. very good shot. He's kind of like Hellboy. Yeah. Samaritan here fires really big bullets. Not <laughs> a very good shot. The, the I forgot that his BS attack is also plus one damage. Oh, yeah. His yeah, yeah. AP damage 16 flaming HMG. Like it's <laughs> yeah. so good. <laughs> told you it just fires depleted uranium flaming rebar. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I and that's it. Like, that's the idea of like how I view vanilla Hawk Islam is like, yeah, see, so your second group is exactly exactly my old hawk islam lists where it's just like oh, I how know, many points I, I have left just <laughs> fill it with garbage just throw <laughs> things at the wall like i don't care if they die They'll it's all fine. stuff it's, it's all just, it's the disposable heroes it's the group two disposable heroes what are you guys here to yeah. do you're gonna live brief dynamic lives and then this group one's gonna probably be the guys who go home to tell the parents what happened to you yeah when the mega reaper guard is retreating with its last one or two order you're stepping up to stand in front of whatever's chasing it <laughs> That's right. Yeah. How, much, how much job is to go as the coom ride ride through charge like uh with the the was it the charge of the light brigade playing in the background to go smoke whatever the tag is then the, the, the mutawa gazi runs up with zimarat and intuitive attacks into the uh into the smoke. I don't think you can even really play a coom list anymore. I mean, you couldn't sad. make three hundred points. Like if you just took all Coom, you'd have like if you took fifteen Coom, you've got sixty plus third get ninety points. I mean, the most expensive Coom get gets you to one hundred and eighty because they're twelve points each. But yeah, I mean the fact that you can't make them regular anymore as well really sucks. I wonder if they'll like there'll be a new sub faction that'll come out that'll be all like the Hawk Islam rejects because like that's the idea. Like it feels more Coom like it like, feels more like it's an N two A faction. You know what I mean? In training, like yeah. it's kind of like the Desperados and the the. Um, Mavericks are, you know, they show up in, in different factions, stuff like that. So you have like the bike army. I guess it just bugs me so much that Case and Beg is gone. Because um, it used to exist. You used to be able to like do that. And like now it will be he like Inspiring Presence Coom. He was just yeah. Inspiring Presence Coom. Exactly. And you didn't have the ability to give up your impetuous to get covered. So it was now, was it a was it a wild list? Yeah, it was. Um, but you could also just your whole army could just evaporate up against like a single MSV model. Like Atalanta would kill yes. infinite coom riders. <laughs> she just, she you could kill every coom. Yeah, Un unless one of them. I mean, you gotta you gotta roll a lot of a lot of crit dodges. Yeah, yeah. She hits you on 18s. You dodge on a 13. You dead. You dead. You dead. It was back when motorcycles made you dodge at minus three too. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. And no active turn dodging either. So you just drove up and got shot. I mean, they are uh, still eight six though, man. Fourteen inch moves, it's crazy. Oh, and they I can they can awesome. they can dodge sixteen active. Yep, sixteen. No. Yeah, eight plus eight because they get dodge plus two inches when they dodge. 
Yeah, but they don't move six as their base. They it's move eight, eight six. Four. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't get your six as your second part of your dodge. You go you eight, move four. eight and then four. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you go. You go. Ten dodge or twelve. Two? Oh, you dodge four as the second one, wouldn't you? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Still that's good. Right. Two plus four. Yeah, Still two plus great. Six. Still great. Because now yeah, it's, it. four inches is enough to be fully around a corner. You can go from not being in line of fire to in line of fire. So I, I actually did that with my motorized bounty hunters, where like both of them moved up into some fire, and then both of them dodged, because I was like, one of them will survive, probably. And then both of them survived, and I was like, hey, I just got a free 10-inch movement. Time to run up and chain cult you. <laughs> yeah, and also Zuck is, Zuyek is just so good. Like, she doesn't have booty, so you'll never get the plus armor. But she's but... dogged and shocking you. Yeah, the dogged is like, that's good enough. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you not crit me? Well, I'm not going to die right now. <laughs> um, yeah, CC attack plus one burst explosive post-combat weapon with CC 22 on a thing that can move uh, 14 inches a turn and smoke to cover itself as it goes up. Yeah, only Fizz 13, but... Six dice is six dice. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. true. Six dice is six dice. <laughs> when you have five percent crit rate, six dice is better than one. Well, no, no, that's the armor saves. Oh yeah, sorry. That's she true, yeah. she is a she is a fifteen percent crit rate. Yeah, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and so it could be even more dice. But even against things like, like even like the avatar or um, the yodum, they still need to roll like fours and fives, and they're rolling six or seven dice. And none of those guys are good in close combat. Like anyone who's got the mega armor. Because that's what you use her for, right? Like you go find, you find the Razor or the Aquila Guard. And you're like, yeah, I chase you and I get into melee. Oh, you shoot me on my way and I take a wound. Guess I'm dogged. Better pour four more orders into me just beating you to death with my my explosive stick. Being 12 points too. She's such a huge trade-up. It's nuts. And she's she only has... available in, uh, in Vanilla. Yeah, yeah. Only available in this in this version, oh. yeah. So Yekka Nazarova is one of the best warbands in the game. In fact, Without if you just got off her bike the first turn and started just running, she's probably she's probably and even better. Remember, she also has a burst four breaker pistol because she's plus two burst breaker pistol. Like yep. why? Why is in melee? That she's burst four in melee. Yeah. If she wants, she should be oh. three because CC oh, mode is shit. a one. So she'd be burst three in melee. Oh, no, 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 no. it's breaker yeah, yeah. pistol has... plus two burst. It's not plus two burst BS. It's she's CC attack plus one burst and she's breaker yeah, yeah, pistol yeah. plus two burst. I forgot about the CC attack plus oh, one burst. Yeah. What yeah. the hell? That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah, four total. Four breaker shots in melee if you don't yeah. want to use the explosive close combat weapon. Yeah. And if you oh. use that, you're two burst. Yeah. Maybe you maybe you do have high ar- high armor. Bet you don't have high half of your BTS in armor. With four dice CC 22. Yep. Jeez, Louise! And <laughs> she again, punches. She punches way above her twelve-point weight class. And then she has smoke grenades and a smoke grenade launcher, and a f- double flamethrower because she has life flamethrower plus one burst as well. So you want to talk about uh, points? You want to talk about I roll up on you and you have to <laughs> make a bad choice? Yeah. Let me tell you about bad choices. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about motorized bounty hunter plus? They go. Uh, I shoot you with my chain rifle. Well, I'm dogged. I shoot you with my four breaker pistols or my double flamethrower, or I throw a smoke on you because I'm about to kill you in melee. No, she's beyond obnoxious. Yeah. The, the only thing I guess is uh, when you're going into like a link team and they get like two attacks against you, they could take you out, but you'll probably sure. take them out. 
Like it's. I mean, <laughs> if I drive eight inches into the middle of a link team with my double flamethrower, go ahead, shoot me. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> yeah, two light Life flamethrowers. I just oh. traded the oh. the Gulam FO that I put in there for Zilliaka. Yeah, I guess she's. You have to bring her in vanilla. Like she's so she's so overwhelmingly off the curve. Like you want to. This is this is old Gazzy territory. Like that's how I view what they've changed her profile to be. I just feel like no one, like no one knows what she does too. So she suffers a hard case of like, you run this into melee with like McMurrow, and he goes, "What?" He's like, <laughs> and he's well, like, mean, "What are you run... doing, little? Oh my god, what? Four dice?" Yeah, yeah. It's just like I hit on a twenty-six. Oh, I'm only gonna be on nineteens. What'd you roll? A five. Oh, I rolled a a ten, a thirteen, an eighteen, and a four. What's your <laughs> BS, you only dog? Take three dog. <laughs> What's your PTS? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's wild. And that's not including the fact that she could have just sat at 16 inches out and just shot him four times with breaker pistols on 11s. Yep. What's your BTS, dog? <laughs> How's your BTS today? How's your BTS feeling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I get so confused why they put the smoke grenade launcher in the top profile instead of the bottom. It's mounted on the bike. Is the idea? It's mounted on the because she loses she, it if she gets off. Because she gets off. Uh, that's yeah, I get it now. Yeah, I get it. I'm yeah. no longer confused. I like that she keeps the dodge plus two dismounted. Yeah, for some reason. I think that's unique too, because I'm pretty sure all the other bikes don't have that. Yeah, it's her and her sister get it, but the other bikes don't. And now that I think about it, even even like the bikes in the JSA that I played all the time, the Aragados, yeah, they lose it as well when they dismount. That's so funny. Kuroshi Rider goes from plus three to plus one when she dismounts. That's the only thing that's comparable. Uh, but she does, uh, she does lose your mimetism though, but that's most people, I guess. What's that? You lose your mimetism when you dismount. Mm, yes, you don't have obnoxious fumes. It's like forty k freaking orc bikers <laughs> drive around. I got I got a lot of fumes coming off of my bike. Good luck hitting me. Yeah, it's getting real smoky in here. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, aside from from fawning over how good the yeah. the cum enforcer is. Um, you can take the last three episodes worth of us talking about the heroes and handouts or standouts of all of the factions, and you can bring one of each of them in this list. Like that—that's the power that Vanilla Akazam gets. Is like I can do everything. Now, the the major downside that we haven't talked about: all of these guys have like hard problems that they could run into. Like as cool as she is with her ability to run around with these smoke grenade launchers. Adelana is going to just annihilate her if she tries to move up the board. Um, the Alpha Zid, or sorry, the uh, the Azrael is an amazing active turn piece, but uh, but if someone comes after him, they're probably going to murder him because he's Every, just a two wound five armor guy. Everybody's got to stand but, alone for the most part. They got to they got to yep. be able to do do their jobs either supported independently or just be 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 okay with not having those mechanical advantages of being in a fire team. Yeah, it's definitely a big thing. It's also the reason why um, if you're going to play the vanilla version, I don't think you can go home without a Jambazan. Um, even if you don't go HMG like I did, you can't not bring an MSV2 guy. Uh, so you could bring a Kawari, you could bring the Mukhtar, you could bring Yara, like pick pick which one you want. But the fact that things like, like Steel Phalanx are out there or the hitting pieces like the Omegas or uh, the Swiss Guard, those guys will destroy your entire army if you can't 
if you're if your chaff units can't close the gap because they have mines or that guy's just standing watching them um you need your own answer to that and you have the tools to do it but you better have brought them and that's kind of the the nut like the meat and potato of this faction of like you have everything you can do you can fight any faction any model anyone in the game and you'll probably be better than them if you brought the model yeah i don't know man <laughs> i i don't i actually strongly disagree with the visor thing because your yeah. entire army is equipped with a shotgun so like and i get you're saying you have to close the gaps but you're talking about an army that wants to close the gap with you like most of those armies you're talking about, the lean hard and uh, that are also trying to fight you at that 16 to 24 inch band range. And then that means you're one smoke grenade away from getting into shotgun range with them. And you've got tons of flamethrowers and shotguns and mine layers and stuff like that or mine dispensers that you can use to to drop those templates on them. And then that mimetism to mean anything. I guess I mean it in the sense that every one of the guys I listed has long range weapons. Like the Omega or the Swiss Guard. Or, sure yeah oh yeah like, those guys do yeah like for sure. all yeah, the guys yeah. that so i thought you're talking about steel flanks and and the and yeah. like uh ariadna and these like guys who lean into like cheap light light mim models and camo oh yeah the fight against ariadna is i i think you want the msv guy for the other side of the coin where they can't deal with you when you throw a smoke on your head and you go like die peasants this is what you get for being too poor to get msv2 um but yeah no it's it's because of the like that selection of like superhero hitters that are out there that your chaff units depend on smoke to some degree to get across the board and if your opponent has a way to deal with that you better have something that can reach out and get like you your list has a magariba guard which also solves that problem like yeah, he, just oh, forces got... it. he just drops yeah. mines next to them and then looks yeah. out and goes i can do this all day i think that's the only thing in your list that i think is odd is that you don't have uh, a camille so you can't oh i guess the magariba guard reloads itself i keep forgetting yeah, it doesn't it care <laughs> it doesn't that's care what that does <laughs> there was somebody who brought up or the other day they were building a list in in nomads uh and their tag has the mind dispenser as well and that was my only comment was to add baggage but yeah magariba guard does solve that problem too but if you're gonna bring a magariba guard why don't you just bring two because i want a magariba guard and a fide I want there to be a guy standing next to the guy I'm shooting, making him real nervous <laughs> while I'm dropping mines next to him. Magariba guard and Fide is actually hilarious. Yes. <laughs> and and Zulieka. Fide Zulieka. And a Sunday butt. And oh, by the way, on the, on the right hand side is the Asawira AP Spitfire. So when you get sick of that, oh, and on the other side, if you've got a tag, is this mutt sneaking up on you with his Emirat and smoke grenades? Yeah. Or, or also Zulieka, because she's like, hey, it's a tag. I hit it in melee and it dies. Yeah, I just exploded. Yeah. <laughs> My CC 1000. Yeah. No, I I really like Hakislam. I, I really like vanilla Hakislam because, like, the other one, we didn't talk about them very much, but the Tuareg, um, they, they, they struggle a lot in um, Task Force because Task Force doesn't have the ability to get out pitchers and things like that. Tareg is an amazing I can do anything hacker or doctor you want to talk about a person who will beat every like special objective try a hidden deployment whip 15 doctor or hacker with two maznats that start up halfway up the table yeah which oh. Oh. you could also yeah, imagine you're infiltrating nazmats clearing all the mines oh no but no also... we're talking about different things because the nazmats don't get the infiltration with the Tuareg. don't they don't you get the same? Oh, I'm thinking of mine layer. Mine layer, where you yeah. get the same mine deployment layer, rules no, as no, no, your no. guy. That's right. Yeah, yeah. They get the normal deployment rules. The Tuareg hacker Perfect. is okay. usually Oof. the one because you tag team the Tuareg hacker with the Hunza cuts, 
uh, and a bereave. Yeah, I'm thinking of mine. And then now the Hunzikuts can be like, I put down this little deployable repeater. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to come kill you. And then the Torek is like, I shut off your tag. I beat you in a face-to-face roll. And you can bring a bereave too. Like if you want to play like a, a really mean hacking list, you could do it. Like between the Barid, the Hunzakuts, and the Tuareg, uh, you can you can go up against nomads. Like nomads have crazy stuff too, but so do you. So do you. Especially because it's hidden deployment. And so like you're not susceptible to them during their active turn. It's only when the time comes for you to go do stuff. That's when right. the fight starts. I wish and there was then, a Tuareg killer hacker. Right. um knowing that mine layer works now while hidden deployed also increases the value of that in definitely yeah um i don't know if it beats out like the ability to just like i'm doctor 18 halfway up the board at any time is is really good um there's a lot of times where i've had like a model like a uh like a azrael or an asawira who fight their way halfway up the board and then go down and then only for the Toreg to just be like, I use my own order. I walk four, I walk four. Okay, now I use an order. I walk up and I bring him back up on an 18. Legit. Yeah. And you never I, can't, I can't decide if the two Coon Riders are as useful as a Ghulam with a spell book, grenade launcher. <laughs> NCO. I can't decide. Uh, probably the which, what lieutenant did you bring i brought them just the regular oh, little, little baby I, I think baby i think boy. it's i think it's the gulam nco i think it honestly is because they can do the same smoke tricks <sighs> i don't know i like having two more it's four orders i mean you throw yeah i think i think the good writers are the way to go because yeah, the gulam grenade launcher it's like yeah you gain access to your lieutenant order but like if they've assassinated the your lieutenant in this list even if you went second, how badly does that actually affect you? Magariba Guard and Fide can't go on a rampage, but you've got one, two, three, four, five, like yeah, six true. guys who are just going to go and do whatever they were going to do anyway. And then the Maggie takes over. The Maggie's like, I'm I'm the captain now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the Asawira takes over. Maggie's like, conveniently, <laughs> like, I can reload myself one extra time now. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, so like that, I would I would stick with the Coom Riders, and also that way, if anyone does assassinate your lieutenant, they're not getting away because Coom Riders are whip eight or whip fourteen, like they're yeah, still they're just as good as the rest of Hakazam. So like, well, I and the, the more warbands you have, honestly, you're you're fairly resilient to lost lieutenant because you don't lose your impetuous order, right? And you're already irregular, so it's just like, what happens this turn? Well, the crazy guys they they stay crazy, off they go. Uh, I did actually forget to mention the two interesting things in the remote section here. You get access to two HMG TR bots, but you only get one seven-point flash bot. Yeah, one Fanus. And then also, weirdly, you get three Nazmats. I yeah, don't know why. Yeah, not four. Usually you yeah. get enough so that you can cover your doctors and your engineers to each have two, but not in this case. Yeah, and then the then usually the Sectorios only get two. You do uh, get the Aeromobile ones, though. Which That's means true. you'd be have access to the Nazmat A2s. Yeah. But I mean, once again, the Fenus remote, he has to fight for his spot in this list because once again, he's competing with like Coom Riders. Uh, yeah, he's seven points. I mean, he's seven point regular order, which in any list is great. 
But when you have these like incredible eight point De Lamy trading pieces where you're like, uh, I could just have another De Lamy. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you have another De Lamy? Oh, I could have a jammer on a on a Gazi if I wanted, who also has a chain rifle, like for cheaper. <laughs> and, and it's two point. points. It's two points that, yes, they're irregular and impetuous, but those two orders will get you further if you're going to use them every turn to go cause absolute chaos. I guess that's another order for Saladin as your uh, as your lieutenant because you get that extra order uh, or command token yeah. to to move things around or like to make things regular when you coordinating need them. can be a really big deal in any also coordinating faction. when you have yeah. tons of irregular that's right <laughs> having lots of having lots of ability to coordinate can be a huge deal when you're playing vanilla because you don't have access to fire teams, you lose that order efficiency. So having an extra command token can make a, make a big difference when you need to like break a hitting piece by coordinating three day lobbies to shoot Panzerfest at it or whatever that is. You know what I mean? You need to up those or chances. Your, your Alhawa and your two Hunzikuts all decide to place mines down at the same time. Yeah. Like yeah, or sorry, a little extra bit of efficiency. Can... Be regular. Never mind. Never mind. It doesn't work. I take it off. Not, not for the not for the Hunziker. No, but it would work for the Ahuas because they're both regular, right? Yeah. Here's um, what you do: four day Lamis with grenade launchers, coordinated spec fire grenade launchers onto their lieutenant, <laughs> and then you do it five times, and you're like, "Hey, there's my first turn." <laughs> now I'm going to spend. Now I'm going to spend the other with you, buddy. I'm going to spend the but... remaining ten orders playing the rest Swing of my Swing away, list. Meryl. Go for the fences. <laughs> <laughs> oh look it's probably gonna work right <laughs> i mean how many probably. how many shots is Owen's that? superpower is making compelling arguments for absolutely ridiculous plays. I, think, I think if we do the math on that it's like 150 percent 20 it's 20 grenade shots hitting at 25 percent of the time it has to be 100 <laughs> percent. it's like 300 percent. that's a lot of percent Owen's Owen's math is never wrong. In all fairness, actually, all it's wrong. you could you could probably hit their whole side of the board. <laughs> <laughs> just coordinate. You just just carpet bomb. <laughs> just carpet bomb every time. But you only do it with the ones that are infiltrating, so that they're already in zero range. No, no, they just use their irregulars to get themselves up eight inches first. No, fair enough. I was just thinking you could use the infiltrating. Uh... <laughs> yeah, they don't get the infiltrate on the grenade launcher, unfortunately. Wait, do don't you have they? To be... No, I'm talking about the. Hang on. Talking oh, you're talking the... about Panzerfest. I'm talking about grenade no, launchers. I'm talking about the Hunziket grenade launcher. You can have four Hunzikets. Now you only have two. Wait, does no. the grenade Garbage. launcher get to 24 inches? 16, I thought. Yeah, it's 16 to zero. Yeah. Oh, no, up to 24. 24 yeah. to zero. It's zero. Well, then that, sir, is the whole half of the table. So you do your first irregular order, and then you just start shooting grenades. Too bad you only have two. Are there any other irregular grenade launchers? That'd be the question. I mean, you could you could bring lots of Delami grenade launchers. They're half a swick and ten points. Delamis get grenade launchers. Yes, I can. Oh, bring... I thought we were talking about. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I, can bring... <laughs> I can bring twelve of them if you uh, want it. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. And then two oh, Magariba guards. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's horrifying. Yeah, just ten of them. Just that's your first group. Ten day Lamy grenade launchers. I don't even the, know if you the, can make three hundred points. Thud, 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 thud. That's only hundred points. 
you have to get another 200 points in five models or yeah five that's, models. that's easy oh like you could have a sundog butt magariba guard asrael <laughs> yeah you bring right, grenade launcher magariba guard just something has to be i'm just saying something has to be in charge of these assholes you need to have a you need to have a lieutenant in there somewhere who's the most expensive lieutenant <laughs> Tarek. Probably actually. Tarek Mansuri, mm. plus one order. I'm betting it's somebody else. Oh my god, you could go Tarek plus one order plus one swick and get even more. <laughs> Jesus Christ. More swick. More. Yeah, so there's there's all kinds of wackiness that you can you can unleash. Um wait, you can you can coordinate Specfire. It's I was told at the event, yes. But it's not, it's it's speculative attack is actually the what it has. It yeah, doesn't right. have targetless on a grenade launcher. Sorry, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because it's um, um that's a trait of like smoke grenade launchers. Because you don't have to target a, a model on the table, you target a point on the table. Oh, so, so grenade I'm, launchers I'm sure don't have targetless? No, grenade launchers have target models, still smoke grenade launchers do. But I'm pretty sure you, you cannot. So here's the thing with uh now I correct me if I'm wrong. But I read this the other day, and I always misunderstand things. But I'm pretty sure when you spec fire a template, any That's an part of attack. Wait, is it different? No, 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 he's talking about it. He's talking about impact template, not direct template. So if you're spec firing an impact template, go on. Right. So either a grenade or a grenade launcher. Yep. Uh, the template just has to touch the model that you targeted it doesn't have to be centered over them. correct only guided needs to be centered on the bottom of the base so so you can target the close guy that's in your like band and then like drift the template way back and hit the whole fire team kind of thing you'd roll once against all of them but i think you'd apply and yeah yeah i think so yeah so it's yeah, just like it's, it's it, a case of like old shotgun rules where the close model gets the the mods created yeah yeah you're, you're still it. targeting the one guy right so that stays the same so that's like the the face-to-face -face on the dodge or whatever but the, it'll be face-to-face -face for everybody but you just roll once based on whoever you're targeting oh no you're right you're right but anyways but yeah the template you have a lot of leeway where you drop it when you're spec firing yep and if you stand too close to a camel marker you can hit enemy camel marker as long as there's a friendly there or like a somebody who's targetable yep 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 I I think you can do it. It's just that you can't do it as part of a normal BS attack coordinated order. So if you just said that they were all speculative attack, you could just do it. Yeah, so it's like we, we got that wrong last episode too. You can definitely coordinate hacking programs now too. So long as they're the same hacking programs. Yeah, it's different than Fireteam ARO declaration, but there's a there's a consensus it may get changed because when you you all have to declare the same skills, and it's like hacking programs are like saying I'm making a BS attack. Everyone can make it with a different gun if they want, right? right. Hacking programs, I'm making a hacking attack and you can all pick a different hacking program. Right now, they specifically say you have to use the same hacking program. But the current FAQ also says that in ARO, you can select different hacking programs to react with. So the suspicion is that that's going to get changed relatively soon. You'll be able to coordinate different programs. So I'm going to bring four killer hackers. And then get lots of dice. Yeah, it's pretty legit, man. And you go and react to one of them. And then, oh you know, yeah, one goes with two, and then the other three go with one die. Yep. And if so they that's... change it, so you can use different programs too. You could be like, I Trinity, I Carbonite, I Total Control, and I. <laughs> Maybe that's why they don't have this. Maybe it's intentional. 
I mean, it'd be real good. But I mean, it's the same as like saying I shoot you with an HMG, a direct template, and the mind blows off, and I shotgun you. You know what I mean? But like, everyone it's, not, it's really no be... different than that situation. I think the 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 scary thing, the kind of unintended consequences, you don't need a line of fire. Right. Like the mechanical advantage of coordinating four guys, different guns into someone is you had to get them all there. You just have to get a repeater on somebody and all of a sudden four hackers can just be like, <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> I'm going to that... upload all of 4chan into your brain. Let's see if you survive. Yeah, because yeah, it's like if they have any defensive guys standing up at all, like trying to coordinate all the people like running out into the open or how does everyone keep cover? And it's it's like a whole ordeal to get four people shooting at someone else. And there's and like lots of options. Four hackers. Most people don't take four hackers. And, and people can like there's always like some shoot or something you can do back and then with like heavy infantry you're like well i i reset and i hope i roll well otherwise i'm getting hit with the kitchen sink and everything else it's just like oh my gosh yeah, so it's a lot a lot of cyber for all ones i mean i i think that's okay because that's what makes infinity feel not like 40k is that cyber warfare is like a legitimate thing you can do guys are running around in like ai driven fiber bundle power armor you know what i mean like and so there should be an element of like hey the computer running this thing is a vulnerability for this guy on the battlefield let's make a rule that makes that happen fair enough yeah i, mean, I think it's crazy because yeah, it's guns with no line of fire right they can just act yeah so at the uh, saturday uh I uh, saw a friend who was just picking up some Marvel Crisis Protocol, and I was like, just come play Infinity, man. It's going to be better. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't convinced. But when I was like telling him about Infinity, it was like I was getting excited I was like, as I was explaining Infinity. It was like, oh, yeah. And then this is the way this happens. And then this is how, like, oh, yeah, with the orders, like, you can you know activate this person. But then it's like, oh, well, if that's going well, then you have the backup plan of this. And because of all this and this, like, you never play the same game twice, even if you set up. And it's not because it's the dice. It's because of decisions that you can make, right? And you're, it's like you're getting it. You're and getting why Infinity so great, Dan. You also yeah. have the dice thing, and so it's just kind of like a, yeah. It's like I'm, I'm not slowing down at all. I'm, I'm still quite excited about Infinity. You're, a, you're, a, you're a willing victim. You, one of us. One. Of I made us. A, <laughs> I made a considerably dumber version of what we've been talking about. Uh, the list is called <laughs> Loss of Lieutenant. <laughs> Good, good, good. Shout out to our boys, uh, Lost Lieutenant. It is Saladin, a neurosynthetic Sunduck butt, and the Magariba Guard with four day Lamy grenade launchers, Zoyeka, two Ghazis, nine point guys with the Marats shotguns, two more Ghazis with Marats shotguns, and two Hunza cut forward observers. I don't care if you kill Saladin. And you're just going to blow every command token, coordinated <laughs> grenade launchers into the deployment zone on the first turn? That's right. And if I go second, everyone's just going to run. Like, there's just going to be guys everywhere. <laughs> the Sunduck butt is going to take as much hit as he can, and then the Magariba Guard's going to be on suppression. And the two of them are going to have to hold everybody back for a turn. And the Magariba Guard leads the grenade launcher assault. Wait, you're hitting on fives? Yeah. <laughs> Four shots at a time. Ergo, 100% accuracy. Right? <laughs> yeah. You're 100%, one guy will hit. All they have to do is move eight inches over the line. And they're hitting basically. The All they have to the do table. is take one step. They move four. They're in within 24 of the front half of their deployment. But, but what I'm saying is if you move your whole distance, you'll be able to shoot eight inches in the deployment zone, right? You're yeah, shooting to the back of the exactly. table. And the, the yeah. template does the rest. Basically, there's a two-inch strip you can't hit. What, what what you guys have missed out on it is you you have access to Drew's grenade launchers. Yeah, but they're expensive. They allow but me they have, cheap. But they have X-Visors. <laughs> yeah. But they allow me are cheap. <laughs> that means they can shoot 36 inches with no mods. 
cheap. <laughs> you're just you're not getting the play here, Dan. But you also get EM grenade launchers. Dan, you don't need you to EM like, someone you, if they're no, no longer alive. But but that's what I'm saying. You could take a couple of Drews as well. I guess you're not wrong. I guess you're gonna, right. You're gonna make me pay. You could drop. You could drop Saladin actually. Of... You could drop Saladin for just the plus one command token, a Gulan lieutenant, and fit in that guy. No, no, you no, need but Saladin he there because he needs the extra order because his lieutenant yeah. becomes a regular order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, you don't do you actually though? make it. You really it. just you, need the command token. No, you, you need, need the more orders. You need the order because <laughs> you have. You only have four regular orders in your list. <laughs> <laughs> And as the uh, as the groups start dying off, because they will, um, Saladin just moves people around as needed. So dumb. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you have four regulars. No, no, you have three from what it looks like. And it says there's only three in the picture. It's because Saladin's isn't being counted. Oh, I see. Yeah, 80 regulars. You still do actually have six. Uh, plus, you have 20 orders in this group. It's just that five of them are impetuous and 12 of them are irregular <laughs> yep yeah well there you go owens there's, there's <laughs> owens, a owens maybe attempts I will, at like but what maybe happens I will if you go this. second with this list owen you just get obliterated no the sunduck butt just stops them in their tracks <laughs> that's right yeah, just there's a lot leaning stop. on on his square little nobody, shoulders there's gonna be nobody face the weight up of the, the world butt. the weight of the world leaning on sunday's shoulders I mean, I and the fact like... that there's you you have a Magariba guard just sitting in the backfield too, and like that's uh, so you draw on suppression. There's do you want to do, yeah. do you want to drop troop anyone into the sea of mutts that are going to be running around the backfield? True. Like, oh, they've done it. They've made it to the Sunduk, but or they made it to the Magariba guard, and there's just like four Gazis with Emirats. I like the you have repeaters everywhere, but no hacker. <laughs> It's from the mines, actually. It wasn't for the repeater. It was for the mines. I get it. I'm just saying there's repeaters absolutely everywhere. There's no hacker in this list. This list is just, this list is so schizophrenic. Dude, it's so everyone's going to think there's a hidden hacker somewhere. I, yeah. Why did you have a hidden hacker in hack? Hang on. You oh, have yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven grenade launchers in this list. And then one, two. Oh no, never mind. The Hansikids don't have the grenade launchers. No, 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 no. They're the they're the mines and uh, FOs because you got to right, do the objective, right. right? So yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> there might be an objective, and I can't just send the Macarena guard everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do it all. Objective. Yeah, this is a well thought out list. Okay, Ash. This... I mean, this is. You're right. It's bulletproof. Here, that's my, how... my, I'll keep this... my criticisms to myself. If you go second this... and they come forward, the two Hansikids are hanging out near the Sunduck butt. Oh, and that way, nightmare. if they come up on the Sunduck butt, you're just like, and I put a mine down, or I shotgun you, or the Sunduck butt just killed him. And it's like, oh, good, problem solved. Well, I mean, I think the I think the commentary overall is we've made three vastly different lists. And that I think is that if I was to like sum up, if we're gonna try and put put a pin in this, I was to sum up one of the great advantages of playing this way. I think we've kind of watched over the last 12 episodes, 13, 14 now almost. Dan do this. He started with a small selection playing Starmada. He broke out of that into this like parent faction list, this like vanilla list. And you it's hard to get bored of of like a, a parent faction of like a prime list because there's so much you can do. You can make so many diverse lists and you can play in a way I think that's very interesting because you have to like 
you're you're basically like you're basically like being a chef you're cooking a different meal every day and you're getting these like these very different sort of like um strengths and weaknesses baked right into what you're making when you do these selections that make the game experience really challenging really different and you can come with some wild combinations like you just heard basically in the last like hour and a half two hours um that that i i think it's hard to like solve one of these factions um and i think people sleep on profiles that can become very interesting and dynamic when they're not being when you're not trying to fit them into like the peg or the hole sorry you're trying to fit, fit the peg into the hole of like this is the way this sectorial works so things can shine on their own and you can kind of get a lot more nuanced and subtle variation when you select different profiles and use them in different ways um I think we saw that some in 012, but I think our our dis, our discussion on 012 sort of like it rested more on, hey, look at how much different stuff you can take than Starmada. When we're looking at Hawk Islam, it's, hey, look at how different this stuff can become when you pair it up differently and you're not trying to like, you're not trying to stack guys in order to get a composition bonus or to build a fire team or whatever like the sort of like wombo combo advantages are. You're actually looking at guys based on their sort of like core stats and their core abilities. And I I honestly think it makes for very interesting gameplay. And I personally really enjoy playing these core factions as opposed to playing the sectorials because I think you can surprise people with some of this stuff and it makes you a bit more unpredictable. And you can really leverage the overall strengths when you have that like list diversity. The, uh, yeah, I, I kind of dislike sectorials a lot because I like the freedom. It's like when I'm playing any other game of like having to choose like a just whatever version of whatever that is in the other miniature games of like you have to like pick this faction and then you have to choose from that or you're like you've you're forced to take that artifact or you're doing that and it's just it just pins you into it like sure it gives you benefits but I don't know if the benefits outweigh the the tactical advantage of all the the extra things you can make and uh I'm really glad I didn't start with Hack and Slam because I'd be spending thousands of dollars buying all of these models to try them all out because <laughs> I'd want to do it. But, we'll get you uh, there. You got you have until October. We, new well, ITS comes out in October, and we'll all start so new. new that's why I'm really glad that I started with O12 because it's like I own almost the whole I O12 faction, and I did have to spend some money, but it it was much more limited. Than, a lot more than feasible. Other, to do. Yeah, yeah, a lot more feasible, and then you get really. Uh, you you have all that diversity and it's just it's just really fun to just to try different things out and it's like stay away from the net list online don't look up what what players are playing what's effective just, just try stuff out and figure it out and it's just like you get these like really fun lists and vanilla i think is the way to go i i'm sold on vanilla factions everywhere um I think it's just that you became a veteran infinity player quickly because you became because you're a veteran miniature war gamer Right, you, sure. you you have the advantage of being able to sort of see how a game works, I think, just more quickly. And so that like experiential learning you're doing by going in and playing games, it just levels you up faster. You're you're power leveling your infinity experience. And I think that's where like you you the simple solutions aren't as interesting as the lateral ones, right? I mean, I also have you and Owen at like beck and call me like, how does this work? What does this do? Why do why do yeah, we lie to you half the time or don't know what we're talking about? So that's also true, but <laughs> <laughs> we're idiot savants. It's that that was the hardest part of starting Infinity. I was like, I could ask Owen a question, and he'll always act like he knows the answer. 
and he'll, That's a and, he'll, and he'll also say the answer as if he knows it. But it doesn't mean it's actually right or wrong. And, <laughs> yep. and he was coming from N3, and so I was like, I'm confused. <laughs> I think I'm you like, did a great job. I think in the early episodes, especially, you kept us honest. Like, that's that was a that was a real superpower, I think, in our early episodes, is how we we had to go back and dig through everything to make sure we were we were doing our best by you to to make that experience sort of like actually worthwhile. We weren't just leading you astray the whole time. And there's a few times we caught us. I was like, wait one second. That's not how that works. Hey, stupids. <laughs> this is this is this is wrong. Um so any final thoughts on Hackaslamo? This is your longest running I've ever seen you come back and play a faction and be interested about it. I think they've gotten a good diversity glow up and then in N4. Like they've gotten some cool new units. I really think Sonic put added a lot. Um, I like what Rama Task Force added, giving you that like an armored like play style. Like if I was to look at this as like an overall faction, I would say that Hakaslam has the most like sort of like strengths diverse sectorials like they really have unique identities and then one of the most powerful individual i think selections of units not necessarily powerful factions i think in in general infinity is fairly balanced as like the power scale but i think that's the you have a, a an almost premier selection of like i can kind of get a unit that does everything yeah, that that was always their biggest thing, and I like I touched on it before when I was like, you can fight anybody anywhere, but you better have brought the right thing. Um, yeah, you, you do take... kind of get broken into that. Like every tool is kind of unique and purpose built. It. I also, and I'm like thinking about it now as I'm looking at all of it, and I'm like rebuilding my old lists and stuff. And I I think part of the reason I'm so like bothered by that 15 order cap is how much it affected Hawk Islam, specifically the vanilla Hawk Islam um because it used to be that you could you could bring a few like medium tier hitters and be able to throw a bunch of cheap orders at the opponent that were just irregulars or bikers and stuff like i don't know if you'll remember but we played a couple games where i brought like a bunch of delami because delami used to have mech deploy instead of oh i know oh i'm <laughs> i have that, had, like, i have that emotional damage still and like that was a 27 order list uh or 27 units it was a lot more orders <laughs> um because it was like the brief history there dan uh, mech deploy used to be it's sort of infiltration but you'd put one guy up up to halfway and then every other model in your list that had mech deploy has to deploy within an within zone of control of that guy yeah it is the helicopter <laughs> like he like fast ropes that one guy in and that's where the rest of his squad dropped down and so what I would do is there'd be this group of Delami who had every type of weapon and skill, like hackers, doctors, shotguns, HMGs, all of it. And you'd find a building on your half of the board and like you'd put like 15 guys in it and they'd have everything and they could fight anybody who tried to come in it. And then the rest of the army was Case and Beg and Coom Riders. And so like halfway up the board, you have this like this like hideout filled with like cheap, shitty fighters who have everything. And then a sea of motorcycles going around it, and uh, and it was great fun. Uh, I only played it like once or twice because it's a tedious army to play, but uh, but you can't do that anymore. Like it's just gone. Um, now you get much more reason and balance and things like that. Well, um, it's the RPG <laughs> being dragged out of the game and the miniature wargaming being injected in, right? Like just think yeah. about that fast roping, mech deploy skill. It's a it's a visually 
thematically appropriate to what's happening in the background of the game, but it doesn't necessarily yeah. add anything mechanically to like the rules and stuff. And so it got streamlined these, out. These guys repelled out of the Blackhawk into the building at the beginning of the yeah, fight. And so exactly. they're all together at the front there. Yeah. Um, I mean, that said, I think you're you're right about the diversity that is the Hakazan faction. And I think the one thing that they get that isn't going to come up again is that like until you get to, I think, combined, whenever we talk about them, nobody gets everything the way Hawk Islam does. Like the other no, factions definitely. all have like a limit. Like yeah. they're better at specific things. Like Panos, the better shooters, but they don't get smoke. Yeah. And like that, that pie chart is, isn't as evenly divided yeah. as it is in, in Hawk. Yeah. Whereas here you you sometimes have individuals who kind of spike up into there, but like you very rarely get to the top of anything. But you have so much that's already like it's the it's the Daylami or sorry the Daylami the uh the Gulam versus the Aguasil. Like, yeah, I'm just better than you. But you're better than me at that one thing, and you're better to a, a greater degree than I am at everything else. Yeah, your faction your faction spikes 40% into hacking like 50% into tags or heavy infantry or remotes or cyber warfare infiltrators. Or, or you go the Ariadna route where you have like yeah. these brawlers and infiltrators. Cheap, cheap and camo and yeah, warbands. Like, I can also kind of play that game. You can do it a little bit better, but I'm playing that same game. And so you like, have zero hackers. You have to be have to pay a mercenary to come hack for you because you don't understand how computers work. You're, you're Derek Zoolander smashing the Mac, the, 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 the Apple IV or whatever it was. Yeah, the old iMac. Yeah. And like, and that's my thing is like the other factions all have like a focus, but in doing so, they lost out on another aspect of it. And Hawk Islam didn't really do that. Yeah, they're like, role diversity. The faction they just get they get an equal blend almost of everything. Yeah, and I think the only one who who kind of competes with them in that I can do everything is combined. But we'll get there. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, all right. I guess my final thoughts on Hawk Islam are from what I've seen played against and what we've talked about is uh 14 the faction like you win by doing objectives and objectives require whip most of the time and it's like it's that makes things easy <laughs> easier at least which is really nice also makes flash pulses a lot more lethal never even thought about that before technical weapons get up up there yep yeah, yeah. The good old days when you used to be able to link and have plus oh my god how many times are you gonna tell this story i'm gonna bring oh, that up every time because i love it <laughs> i know we could link them and they would get a burst bonus and they would get all this jesus christ <laughs> this is what you bring shot you're the old man at the bar complaining into his beer about the days when flash pulses were good that's why you just bring odalists because they got the plus one burst flash pulse oh my god <laughs> So Anyways, glad this is over. <laughs> uh, but also, it's just super reliable doctors. It's like it's like you actually like oh yeah, I'll just bring a doctor. They're cheap, they're plentiful, and it's like I I don't I'm not wasting orders trying to get people up. I just oh yeah, spend the order, and odds are he gets back up. And I love the irony off. that that's the one faction strength that Owen doesn't lean into because he hates healing things because he figures if you're dead, you're dead, and I'm wasting orders fixing you. Oh, he's used it plenty against me. It's really annoying. It doesn't lean into it. He but... just swears up and down that it's not worth it. No, no, I I use it in the same regard of like, uh, I don't know what else to do with this order. Like, how many times have I actually doctored compared to I've shot a med kit and it worked out? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, even in the tournament where I have my doctor plus three gulab and it's like, eh, I'm just going to shoot a med kit and see if it works because I'm not spending more than one order on this. Oh, it did? Great. Oh, it didn't? Eh, just as well. 
Life's cheap oh, yeah. in Owen's army. No, almost every time. Welcome to Hakazab. No, no, no. Hakazab. Your general, Oladine, is going to be <laughs> handing out Panzerfaust at the door uh, and write a letter to your mom because you're not coming back. No, Hakazab is really cool. Really knowing to play against. I'm glad that uh, I went to taking a break from her for a while. And speaking of which, that will lead us on to our next faction. I think we're going to do one more faction breakdown over the next month um, and then take a break from faction breakdowns for a minute probably and do something else because uh, this has been neat and we've gotten to go through all of Owen's current faction from um, getting ready for Colton Carbonite, all Dan's like learning to play Infinity stuff and we'll end on Owen's new faction slash the faction I've been working on since ITS 14 started, which is Aleph. And we'll do it in the same order as we did Hawk Islam where we'll go newest to oldest. So we'll start with the operation subsection then Steel Phalanx, which is the army Owen painted yesterday. Because <laughs> it's the army he got from um, playing at Cold and Carbon. He got a copy of Black Wind, or two copies of Black Wind. And then we'll finish actually. off with Vanilla Ala. Jeez. It's a lot of random dudes. <laughs> so I'm excited for that because I, I just finished playing some OSSS uh, and I've been playing some Aleph and I played Steel Phalanx obviously back in N3 and N2. Um, which was a lot of fun as well. Uh, so we'll catch up for that. The first of those three episodes next week, uh, and then we'll take a break and move into something different for a minute and then come back to Faction Breakdowns in a bit. All these these have been fun, but I like to talk about. Uh, I think we'll be getting close to like the summer releases and Bakunin and stuff. So it'll be fun to like do something different for a, a spell before we get back to start new armies. All right, that's it for me. Night, guys. All right, good night. Bye. Bye-bye.